0: Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news, tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 118 of the Custom Apparel Startups podcast. Um, This is Mark Vila, and I'm here with Hannah Rago today, actually, which you might notice is a little bit different. So if you heard my voice in the beginning of this, and you're used to hearing Mark Stevenson, um, that's why. So we're going to do something a little bit different today and bring some expertise of Hannah Rago here. So um, why don't you go ahead and tell us what this episode is going to be about?
1: Yeah, so Mark thought it would be a really good idea um, to talk about social media and just some... a little bit over basic social media skills Mm -hmm. that can really bring your business to the next level. And I do a lot of our behind the scenes in our groups, our Facebook groups. Mm -hmm. Um, So he thought, why not bring me on to talk to you guys a little
0: bit? Yeah. And social media will bring out, um, can bring out the best in your business's personality it is, who you are, if you're, if you're more directly involved or, um, other folks in your business, if you have employees or partners that you work with, but, but social media can also bring out the worst and it can actually make your business look worse. Right. Sure. Absolutely. Um, and we're going to go ahead and talk today about what, um, what I kind of consider like are the initial steps of nailing down your stellar social media skills. Uh, it's not necessarily about, um, building followers and things like that specifically. It's more of just how to nail things down to make your business, to make social media work for your business rather than against it. Uh, So um, Hannah, why don't you start us off with, um, we're talking about some of the different social channels. So start us off with Facebook and kind of break down.
1: Absolutely. So this is something, it sounded weird in my head, but when you think about it, it really makes sense. So basically on Facebook, you have a profile In best practice, is your profile should really be you. It should be a person. It should be a human. um, It should have a face to it. That's really your personality, I think, behind your Facebook.
0: Yeah, and this is specifically, this is... Um, and everyone listening probably does have a Facebook page right. already, but if you don't um, and you're finally going to do it because you're reluctantly going to do it for your business, you set up a Facebook page that's you. When you go to Facebook and it says sign up and it asks for information, it's your name, right. your email address, and a picture of you.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And then with your profile, which is you, that's when you make your business page. So that page is for your business Um and that's where you can write your business information, have your logo, mm-hmm. um, the basics. But then your business page is what makes Facebook groups.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there we go. So, so um, and Facebook is really promoting groups. There's even right. TV commercials. Right. No, I see them all now. the time. And uh, this is, uh, if you're in the customer apparel startups group, or you're probably in other groups, so you may be familiar already, but... A group is typically managed by either a person or a business. But for the sake of what we're doing here, we're you want your business to kind of have the group.
1: Right. And then as your profile, that's where the personality comes from. Mm -hmm. So when you write your posts and whatnot on your group, it's nice to have your name attached to it.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and talking about this stuff right here is important because uh, we've mentioned it again on the podcast some time ago. But you, it's against Facebook terms of service for a profile to not be a person. Right. Which means they can actually, they will actually just, you will wake up in the morning and your Facebook page will be deleted, gone. And it doesn't matter if you've had it for 10 years or two days. And um, and I may have even talked about this in the podcast before, but a friend of mine created a, a secondary Facebook page. Okay. Or, I'm sorry, profile. And he created it. Um, like, uh, you know, Tom at, not Tom here, just naming a random, I'm protecting the identities of the <laughs> um, Tom at so-and-so sales, right? So he put his first name and then he put end name of his company sales. Right, right. And he was going to use this to help sell online in groups because he didn't want to connect his personal Facebook page to it. And I was like, I don't know, dude. I really think that Facebook can knock this down. I've heard of this. No, my wife's been doing it like six years. And I was like, okay, well, I'm just saying. Well, I, a week goes by and he, you know, comes in, you know, it comes in, talks to me and he's like, they shut, I can't believe it. My wife's is still up. And I was like... Yeah. I it mean, does what it wants, yeah, really. It, yeah, or or somebody reported you. Sure. Or you yeah. just got noticed. Yeah. Or what? I'm yeah. like, if you want to take your wife down, you could report her. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe
1: she reported him.
0: Maybe she reports she was jealous. She maybe. That he took maybe. And, yeah.
1: <laughs> but I, I mean, you probably see it all the time. I see it all the time. Like a company will divide their company name up
0: mm-hmm. by
1: first and last name and that'll be their profile. Yeah. And, and it's just weird.
0: It's just not the practice to do really. So what you should do is you should have your profile, like you said, which is you. Um, what about privacy? Because that's why some folks do that is they don't want they don't want their um, business tied to their personal Facebook page. What's well, your thoughts on that?
1: personally, I, um, I attach my own personal Facebook, um, to our groups because Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm I guess I'm an open person. Um, but there are ways to privatize your account. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, like your account's pretty private. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, um, but then on the other hand, you can have two accounts that are both you as Mm -hmm. a human. So like you can have your, Business account, as you know, your more professional account, you could call it, and then your family and friends account.
0: And do you think? And is? Do, and what? I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure if that's terms of ser- service allowable.
1: I'm. I'm not sure. Not, but I'm not... the
0: likelihood of that being brought right. is probably right. low. Right. Right. Because
1: they're both humans. Yeah,
0: but um, but beyond that, on my Facebook page, um, I do a ton of stuff with business on Facebook, and I just choose. Um, that if I'm going to post pictures of, um, uh, jokes that I like to make or family pictures or where I am on vacation or just personal things, I share that with my friends. Right. And then publicly I'll share that separately. If I want to say something in a group, like I've said, oh, you're going to Disney this weekend. I'm too, you know, I've said that in our custom Feral store Facebook group, but the rest of it, I keep it private. Sure. So you can, bottom line is you can lock down the privacy as much as you want on your personal page so nobody can see all the information that you're sharing to your friends. So Facebook gives you the opportunity because they know people conduct business and personal stuff on there. And then in addition to that, there's also settings where you can, um, you can have multiple levels of privacy. So when you post something, it's only available for your friends to see. Right, absolutely. And you can post and share other things that everybody can see. Yep. So um, next, so let's go ahead and um, tell us about, um, we talked about profiles a bit. Will you tell us more about groups?
1: Yeah. So um, groups are, like he said earlier, are huge right now with Facebook. Mm-hmm. They're really, Facebook's really into this engagement and this community aspect. Um, and they're a really great way um, to communitize your business. And there's a couple different kinds. So there's open groups. Mm-hmm. Anyone can view it. Anyone sees it, their members, you they pop up sometimes, actually, yeah, on yeah. the side. You'll see groups that maybe Facebook thinks you'll be, you'd will be you be interested in. There's closed group, so you can view it, but only members can see the group post. So you have to gain membership to see the post. And, so you can
0: search for this right, group, like custom, custom apparel, apparel startups. startups.
1: Exactly. Then there's secret groups. So you can only find that group if someone invites you. Okay. So um, I've, I've seen both. I've seen businesses have closed and secret I I don't think businesses as much have the open groups mm-hmm. because you want this to be a really close niche of mm-hmm. your business these are your targ- this is your target audience yeah, really and,
0: and if you have it if you decide that you want to um, start a, a group for your business meaning um uh, let's try to think of a couple examples of what that might be so you uh, sell uh shirts into like a fishing and hunting community and you do apparel for them so what you might do is you might start a A hunting and fishing group and we talked about this in other podcasts maybe you maybe um it's going to be for your state or for your area or you just start a uh, a t-shirt group you know it's just about cool fishing Mm t-shirts and um if you start this group then you typically closed is a way to go like you mentioned because it keeps it close so you people ask to come in you vet them you let them in and then if they post things that you don't like or um or kind of a, a, a virus in the group, sure. then you go ahead and kick them out. The problem with open groups is 100% of the time, if you have an open group, it's going to be 75% right. of people that are not your customers.
1: Not intra-
0: exactly. T- just tons of people from um, India and Pakistan oh, and the yeah. Philippines trying to sell you, um, you know, some sort of an SEO service on your page. It's gonna it's gonna be, you don't realize on the Custom Apparel Startups group, how often, what, what um, you, because you had asked me one day about that, right? That we only let in like.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Is it, how many, do you remember the, what it was? How many people
1: asked to be in the group? Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's like about, I would say almost, a, it seems like almost 100 a week. Yeah. Every day there's like 10 or 15. And then how
0: many are like. Do we actually
1: it? accept? I would say a day, we really only accept like two. Yeah. On so, the highest, so maybe one like or 10%. two.
0: So 10%. Right, what are going to come in. And that's why you close a group up because all the time we're seeing, you know, it's just, you know, somebody in India who has a digitizing service that just wants to come in their group, not offer any value. Right, right. But sell their digitizing service. And chances are that, um, and the reason why we're not going to have them in the group, they don't make apparel. Mm -hmm. They're not there to bring value. It's pretty right. much, This is it's designed to be an, uh, an American group because it's about our market here, sure. how we sell here. Mm-hmm. Um, and that also um, for folks who want to outsource and, and things like that to other people in our community. So that's kind of a U.S.
1: Right. Group. And normally we'll see those people that are have no business really being in the group, they're in like 100 groups. So, yeah. you know, who's really in a hundred groups? Uh,
0: yeah. And yeah, because other folks that will try to come in are, I mean, there's any type of spam stuff. You can right, they're right. They're going to be there. So um, now, so we've got groups. I think the way to go for most of this is probably a closed, closed. group. Closed. I would recommend closed. Um, uh, secret groups are...
1: Maybe, I would say... Mark mentioned earlier, like going to Disney. Yeah. If you have a group of friends or even like long distance friends mm-hmm. and you want to meet up at Disney and stuff like that, I would keep that a secret
0: group. So yeah. I
1: don't really see as much of a place for but the business with that.
0: You don't plan on inviting on it. You don't want anybody to, right. to join. Right. So um, a secret group you might do um, for your business might, maybe it's just your customers.
1: Yeah. Or your staff.
0: Or your staff. I see
1: staff a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah, Absolutely. That's, a great,
0: that's actually a great idea one too. So you can make one for your staff or your customers, or maybe you have um, a little network of people locally that you do business sure. with, like um, uh, a sign shop, mm-hmm. your shop, a screen, shim, a screen shirt, maybe a marketing company, a real estate company, and you decide, well, hey, why don't we just make it all a little network together and we can refer. Right, But it's a secret group because no one else is going to be in there unless we invite them in the join. Right. So um, saying all that, then we can just wrap up with kind of um, just what other social media profiles might be beneficial to the business?
1: I, I think they all have a place. So I'm Instagram is always... People love Instagram. I mean, it. it's more photo-driven, I would mm-hmm. say. So I think it's important if you're considering an Instagram viewer page to have some great photo content. Um, Twitter is... Everyone has a Twitter. I mean, it's great to, to post little posts. Um, and short engagement, I think, mm-hmm. is always nice in Twitter. And then LinkedIn is very important professionally.
0: Yeah. So, I and these are, when we're talking about mastering some of these um, skills, Mark and I would say, I mean, Facebook is just one of those ones you should do. If right. If somebody is Google searching your business, Facebook's going to pop up towards the top. Yep. It will help drive traffic to your business. Um, most of your customers are going to be there. Most everyone's going to be there where not all of your customers are necessarily going to be on LinkedIn, Twitter, or Instagram. Absolutely. It's really going to depend on what your market is. So that, um, like the, if you do like a kind of uh, the fishing t-shirt type of a company, Mm -hmm. that might be one where on Instagram, you're posting pictures of your shirts sure. and telling people where to find them. Yeah. And you're connecting with other people that are into fishing and hunting that are taking pictures of outdoors and T-shirts. And and these images might be enough to drive some, drive some traffic to you um, or just help to build up your brand right. a little bit. Um, LinkedIn is probably not as big of a place for that market.
1: Sure.
0: Um, the LinkedIn would probably be if you do a lot of corporate wear. Yeah, absolutely. Because all of those people are on LinkedIn. Yes. They're using LinkedIn too. So Mark and I have always said, go to where you know your customers would be. Sure. And if your customers aren't on any of the uh, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn that you know of, then you don't have to put a lot of effort to go
1: there. Sure. I think bottom line though also, Mm -hmm. if you're going to do it, do it. Yeah. Don't just halfway do it. Yeah. If you're going to have an Instagram, then, then actually do it
0: yes if that's a, that's a really don't have an instagram to um for your business for your personal do whatever you want right but for oh your, absolutely for your business, right because <laughs> you know, i i post instagram once a year almost but i look at stuff on instagram every day so i, I follow a few, few pages i enjoy going through it right if somebody is is on instagram and they find your business and there's like one picture on there.
1: You haven't posted in a year. Yeah.
0: Most likely they're probably going to think you're not open. Uh, yeah. yeah, They're going to think you're not open or they're, they're going to see you abandon this page right. or whatever it might be. So um, now that we've kind of gone there, you had made some notes for us, Hannah, about kind of the purpose of some posts. So let's go through some of the purpose of these posts and hopefully by the end of this... Um, Uh, those of you listening out there will have some good ideas of how you're going to post. Right.
1: So that transitions well into the first purpose, I think, people think of a post is to show activity. Mm -hmm. So like we said, um, if someone lands on your page on one of these social channels, and you haven't posted in a while, most people might just think that you're closed. Um, You have Mm -hmm. really small hours. You're not a fully developed business. Uh, there's so many thoughts that can I think pop into mm-hmm. people's heads when they see a business social page that's not very developed or not very active.
0: Yeah, it it it, uh, it makes you look. There's a negativity to it. Right. It's the equivalent of um, of walking into a store and not seeing any employees, or mm-hmm. walking by a um, walking by a storefront and you still see. You know, it's it's February now, and you still see a, a Christmas sale sure. sign up. It feels like. Oh, is this Something. Yeah, what's, what's what's wrong? wrong? Yeah, right. What's wrong is a question that's going to come, come across people's head. Um, you'd also put to um, selling online. Right. It could be another thing for posting, and this happens all the time. Um, my daughter does skating, so I join join a few groups that um, that are set up by businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is like a buy, sell, and trade group, and it's oh, set yeah. up by businesses by a business. Um, that they post their own stuff that they custom make. So every fourth post is them posting something they make. Mm -hmm. And then in between that, people are selling some of their used skating, ice skating gear, you know, um, like outfits and skates and things like that. So that's a good example of what a group might be. And so this woman who runs it, she's using it to sell online. Her posts are, here's this, there's one of them, it's a size 10, the price is this you know, a message if you're interested. Right, And um, plenty of people do this with all types of stuff that they, that they custom make online.
1: Absolutely. And I've also seen, you know, people use groups to sell. I've also seen people use their business pages Mm -hmm. to sell. Mm -hmm. And personally, I think I'm a huge online shopper. Mm -hmm. Um, I shop on social media frequently. If you're going to sell on your page, I think you need to have it organized. If you're going to be uploading photos of what you're selling, make albums. Keep it mm-hmm. where it's user-friendly, where people can find what you're selling.
0: Yeah. And then um, what was the last thing you bought on so, through social media, do you think? A sweater. A sweater. Okay. So that's perfect. From a local all- boutique. they okay. sell, They
1: A lot of their stuff they sell online. You comment. I want it. Yeah. Um, you know. Cash app type of thing, yeah, create a transaction, you, right, yeah. right, and then it's my sweater. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's very, and and you can do that too. And it again, that's going to depend on what you sell, I think. Right, right, because if you're mostly doing all custom, sure, then it might not necessarily work. Um, you also might do custom, but you but um, that's uh, replicable. So you might have a tote bag that you're selling, or something mm-hmm. like that, or a towel that you're selling that's monogrammed. And then you could put in there, get your monogram on this towel. I've got five of them. Mm -hmm. You know, message me. And and then there's five left. And then one of the other things about selling online is be sure to um, update that post when it's sold or sold out. Yeah. That's frustrating for people dealing online is they comment, I'm interested. You know, it's sold. And, well, um, it's frustrating. And you can look at Facebook Marketplace. Oh, yes. Speaking of that, what do you think about... (laughs) about in our industry selling on Facebook marketplace
1: on Facebook Mar I'm not a huge Facebook marketplace mm-hmm. um, kind of sketches me out a little bit uh-huh. I'm never too sure about the sellers on there I think that you know I buy from local boutiques that I yeah. know I you know they have a contact information mm-hmm. but I, I don't know I' I want to trust it. I yeah. Don't know.
0: So I, I'm a Facebook marketplace user. And it, so it definitely depends. You have to understand who your customer is. Um, I don't know if it might be um, an age difference thing. Because Maybe. I, because, you know, I grew up in a time where I bought and sold stuff like on Craigslist. Yeah, no, I, now, I
1: never, yeah, use, I will not use Craigslist. Which like now I'm is
0: scared. considered scary. But, yeah. But, but uh, 10, 15 years right. ago, it was like, you just, oh, yeah. you can, that's where you go and buy and sell right. stuff. And then... Um just like anything, things can degrade over time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Facebook marketplace it uh, could be an opportunity. Um, the usually the issue with that one could be is that folks are not might not necessarily be looking for. The custom apparel or, mm-hmm. or not? But I don't know. You should you should look up right. and see if you can look find into anybody it. Yeah. selling monograms. Sure, or if you're doing embroidery or selling custom T-shirts.
1: Right, and maybe locationally an too, because I, I know on Facebook Marketplace I've seen things that are not necessarily close. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they're in Tampa or they're yeah. in the area, but they, they can be far. So definitely something to look into. Yeah, I but would.
0: I'm curious about it. Maybe we'll do a podcast just on that one day. Um, note taken. So um, what's the next thing?
1: All right. So sell sell online, um, and then gain followers. Purpose of your post. I think the big part about this, um, the benefits of this kind of posting style, is your branding and your recognition. Um, brand awareness is is pretty key, I would yeah. say, in the custom apparel.
0: So you're so essentially you're you're posting something that is um, share worthy, or if somebody stumbles upon it is worthy of them, oh, that's interesting right. enough where I want to see more mm-hmm. from this page. Right. Um, so it might be a particularly um, uh, beautiful design you've done, sure. a particularly interesting or funny design. Right. Um, if you, or it could be there a themed niche design like mm-hmm. I mentioned about like the fishing yeah. before. Somebody might see that, oh, I, I fish, I love yeah. fishing shirts. I have a ton of them. I mean, I don't, but other people do. Um, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know much about it besides. Um, there's a fishing pole right. line, but, um, but beyond that, somebody might see that you do uh, ice skating type of apparel mm-hmm. or cheater type of apparel or, or sports apparel or funny t-shirts. They see your post, it's share worthy where they might share that funny t-shirt to a friend right. or tag a friend mm-hmm. in, in your post. Oh, yeah. um, this is going to happen probably on your business page mm-hmm. because your group is closed. Right. So no new people are going to find it in there. It's only mm-hmm. going to be people who are already members. Um or and it's not going to be on your personal page because your personal page is going to be your friends and other people like that. So but on your business page, you post a particularly funny t-shirt and hopefully you will see people tag their friends yeah. who will also find it funny. Or they'll hit that share button and share the post. Right. Right. Um when you gain followers, um we've talked about this a bunch of time that gaining followers is um, in a way it's like in it's like points that you get on the internet that don't matter. Right. Um but it it, it does do a couple things. You mentioned the branding and recognition. If you go to a page and they have 10,000 followers, that seems like they it it adds more clout to their brand right. versus somebody who has
1: uh, 15, 15 20,
0: you know, something like that. So um, it can help build it up. You don't need to have ten thousand for a small business to seem legitimate.
1: No, absolutely not.
0: If if you're a small enough business and you've been doing it for a while and you have a thousand or five hundred or oh, something right. like yeah. that, you know, I mean that that right there can say, okay, this is a local small business that has
1: mm-hmm.
0: that um, that seems like they're doing something, um, right. and that comes down to the social proof. Yeah, of it,
1: of course, yeah. and that kind of the activity aspect as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I think it all incorporates. So you. Like you don't, like we said earlier, you don't want social media to make you look worse.
0: Yes, uh, that's it. And you create a Facebook page, you post a couple times. Nobody likes it. You have nobody. Nobody likes your page. Nobody likes your posts. Nobody's commented. Um, all that stuff. It looks barren. Your most recent post is Christmas special, and right. it's in the middle of February. So this, what you're doing here is you want to kind of grow that page to a point so when new people look you up say, you just Google your business name, or they Google embroidery shop in city. And mm-hmm. the first thing that comes up is your page on Facebook would be a wonderful thing to happen. If they click on it and it looks barren, they're probably going to hit the back button and look right. for it, a better answer. Right. No, definitely. So um, the next thing you mentioned, uh, business information, we've talked about this a ton. So I'm going to let you give your take on
1: sure. it. Sure. Yeah. i I, I think I we can tell now that I'm a huge like local boutique kind of shopper. I love online. I love clothes. Um, and a lot of a lot of business pages mm-hmm. post their business information on there. So what that means hours, mm-hmm. store openings, store closings. Big thing with local businesses is sometimes people are open traditional like nine to five, but they won't go in on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So they'll post that on their Facebook page. We're closing up shop today. Have some family things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, sales. Mm-hmm. They post a lot of sale information, um, in a summary, a good summary of their business, what they sell, what they do.
0: Yeah, and that's it. You, you, it's not the thing about that is if you're a small business owner and you have a local page, you you might look at the stats of your page, um, through the Facebook Insights and say, and it not seem like it's that big of a deal. Like, sixteen people went there all week, mm-hmm. right? And that doesn't feel very encouraging, but. If you were to think about um, your storefront, right? If you had a storefront and you had 16 more people come in in that week, you know, especially for a new small business, all 16 of those people are potential customers or potential, could be a potential big customer, could could have been 16 more orders that you got. Right. Um, and then the referrals that they come. So you want to just take a look at whatever that number is. And all those people need to make sure that they understand who you are, how to reach you, and any of the other information, and you want to look good for them. Um, So even if it is a small number, all of those people are potential customers who would have called you or Mm -hmm. walked into your shop or whatever it might be. Um, And uh, and then you mentioned engagement. So um, having good engagement on your Facebook page can be something that, again, like, offers some clout and credibility, right. and, and we'll make your customers like you more. And essentially this means, you know, ask your, cust- ask your customers questions. Give them polls. Yeah, polls. Just
1: make let them make decisions.
0: Yeah. Even yeah, th- if they that. aren't
1: real decisions. Yeah,
0: and, and it might just be you're not sure, because we do that too. Right. We're thinking, like, should we do A or B? And we'll just say, why don't we just ask our customers and let them yeah. decide? Because we're 50-50 on which one is better, but we only have enough right. time to do one of them. And then we'll do the next one maybe another day. So you can help your customers make decisions on that. Which mm-hmm. style of hat do you like better? Um, I think it's important that this one is last because if you've got nobody on your page and nobody visits sure. it and you are asking polls with no answers. Right. Then that's going to yeah. be just as awkward as having any of the other mistakes we mentioned Definitely. Earlier. So, yeah. Um, At least if you have some friends and family who love you enough to want to participate in these things. If you have five or six of those that will respond and answer, at least you'll create some activity. And then hopefully that will grow for you over time. Um, You know, our Facebook group and page, they started with one person, just like everybody else. Right? You know, so. um, So let's talk about some best practices. All right. Okay. Um, What about um, frequency? How often should so, should we be posting online?
1: I would say once a day. Um, it it may sound like a lot, but um, with good planning, once a day can be easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, there's never there's not a problem if you don't post one day. You know, you, no one's going to freak out if you don't post on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say best practice would be once a day at minimum.
0: You're you're not going to be um, you're not going to offend everybody. If right, you post a picture, right. If you post one picture a day from your business on Instagram, oh my God,
1: I'm being replaced.
0: <laughs> oh, well, Mark Stevenson noticed <laughs> we're doing podcasts without him. <laughs> um, so uh, if you post, uh, if you take a picture of some apparel that you're making, of your equipment running, or of some of your customers every day, and you're posting that on Instagram and Facebook, you're not going to be offending anybody. And if somebody unlikes your page because you did that, then they probably weren't. Uh, They probably didn't uh, care. Right, right, right? exactly. Um, That's why they went away. So I think they're doing some frequency. And then the frequency um, is completely adjustable. If you're doing, uh, we talked about it earlier. If if you do youth sports and there is a big um, tournament, this weekend. It's it's not inappropriate for you to post 10 times, 15 right. times in that day. The pi- pictures of kids getting their trophies, pictures of kids and parents wearing a
1: pair. Yeah, off. don't pass up the
0: opportunity to yeah. post. If you because, have content, mm-hmm. post it. Yeah, if you have content, post it. Because that can be really good because also people will come and visit your page and see you and they'll go back in time a little bit. That's mm-hmm. typical, right? You get to a page and just to peek at it, you scroll down. Oh, yeah. It. And if when they're hitting that scroll button, if they land on a tournament day, and they see you know your business with a bunch of people, a bunch of smiling faces, a bunch of cool apparel, and event that really adds some clout to who you are—that you're mm-hmm. involved in the community. Oh wow, look at all these teams that we right. work with. Things like that.
1: Yeah. After this, clout might be my new word. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: a cool. Word. It's fun. So, um, tell and talk about um, photo and video.
1: Quality-wise, photo and video is important. You should have good quality photo and video, but photo and video also really enhances a post. Mm -hmm. So just posting some text, you know, it's okay. But if you can add a photo that relates to it or even better, a video that relates to it, you're going to get some more mileage.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, this is kind of goes almost without saying, right? But it's, but we should say it since we're doing a podcast on this, but everybody knows that you, when you're scrolling through things, you're more likely to stop at a picture or a video and check it out than you are if somebody just posted words.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And
0: especially if it's a big, long post of words, telling everybody how like the Facebook is changing their rules. And if you don't share this, they can steal. Yeah. The one my dad
1: did. (laughs) Yeah, that
0: one. (laughs) Um, So, so um, yeah, it's a good idea. That's in your frequency, I would say, especially in the custom apparel world, um, if almost all your posts were just a single picture or a single short video, I think it's going to do great for you. And uh, uh, just a side note on that is you can't... Um, don't count likes and count comments as success when you're starting this up. Absolutely. Like, just do it. Yeah. Because it's going to take a pretty long time. We, we have... Um, I don't even remember the number now 40,000 people that follow us on Coleman and Company yeah I have we no can clue post one a picture that will get one like and one comment
1: oh yeah sometime
0: right and it's just we don't know why because it could be we could post a similar picture and it gets a hundred times that so um, maybe it was a really busy day in the world with some other piece of news mm-hmm. it would, that was beat. so the trend everything else was trending on yeah. top maybe it was just a. But what? I mean, there's, so reasons, there's so many reasons right so just do it continue to do it um, if you build it, they will come kind of an attitude <laughs> right. on it because what you're looking for is especially you're, if you're a small shop, you might only be doing, um, uh, two orders a week in the beginning sure. or 10 orders a week or a hundred orders a month. You know, I mean, you could be a, a successful shop could be doing 50 orders a month yeah, and, 20 orders a month. And like and you're reaching a point in your business where your income is great, the size of your orders are good, and you are happy to continue your business almost indefinitely at kind of that pace and that size, which means that um ever that if it's 20 orders, a 20th of your business could be that one person that's going flipping through the pages, seeing the effort you put in and saying this is somebody I want to do business with and they're giving you a check for $2,000. Right? So you have to consider it for the big picture sale because you're not, um, you know, Revlon selling makeup to a million people. Uh, So a couple other things on um, the best practices. You had had mentioned um, tagging and and page sharing. Do you have any comments on that?
1: Right. Yeah. um, Any opportunity that you can get to have people, you know, tag their friends Mm -hmm. or uh, share this with, you know, like-minded you know the fishing example i think is really good Mm -hmm. share this with your fellow fellow fishermen Mm -hmm. things like that any opportunity tag a friend tag a friend that you would share this that wear this t-shirt with yeah things like that they go
0: for miles tag a friend who's in love with monogramming everything right which we all have one (laughs) so um that's a good opportunity you can also another thing you can do is tag people that are in the images with you so you could if you're at that um sports tournament for the kids, sure. and you're taking a picture of um, one of the sponsors, you know, maybe like a local plumbing company who sponsors one of the teams, and you made the apparel for them, you could say, hey, can I take a picture and tag your business in there? Of course they're going to say yes. And then they're tagged in there they maybe some of their followers or friends or family or whoever it might be might see that and then it just it's all like this this tiny little snowball that you're hoping to build right. up big over time. Yeah. Uh so let's talk about then um a social calendar. So the reason we bring this up is um it's easy to say I'm going to post every day, right? Right. Um but how hard is it really? It, right. <laughs> like and I, it's hard. Um it doesn't seem like it would.
1: No, be right. It's like when we go th- when we go through all this, it seems like a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And making a social calendar and just keeping yourself organized and pre-planning mm-hmm. um, can really help keep you on track with the frequency. And um, there there's so many ways to plan ahead. Like I said, if you have content, mm-hmm. use it. So save content, have a plan. Um, there's so many ways you can make a calendar. You can do it simply through Google Sheets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, something as easy as that. There's more advanced ways you can use. uh, We personally use an Asana Mm -hmm. type calendar. Um, But any time that you can plan ahead for the week, I think you're going to thank yourself in the long run. What are
0: some things that they might plan in that week or to rolling weekly? Do you have any thoughts on that?
1: Personally, Mm -hmm. uh, we have what we do personally. So I have the whole calendar set up. And what I like to do is on Monday, Plan my week. Um, and I kind of have common themes, okay. which, which can help things roll along. On Wednesdays, I like to do a common, you know, maybe a podcast theme. Mm-hmm. On Thursdays, I want to make a post that makes people um, make a decision. Okay. On mm-hmm. Mondays, I like to do humor now. Mm-hmm. And now we have meme Mondays. Uh, yeah. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, you wrote some <laughs> amazing memes. It's good. <laughs> right. You're taking, it, you're taking it to a new level. I love it.
1: Yeah. So, a common theme I think can help things roll along.
0: So, what I might think for um, a business owner that, especially somebody in the custom apparel business, um, for one, if you participate in something um, on a frequent basis, like if you are the type of person who goes to like the farmer's market shops every weekend. Sure. So, then. Um, and Maybe you could say every day when I'm there, I'm going to post, mm-hmm. and then every Wednesday I'll do the reminder to let people know I'm right. going to be there. Right. Here are some pictures from last yep. week. So there's two days right down you've yep. got ideas for, um, and then maybe one day you could, Monday you could do a theme of uh, say. Um, Like a back to the grind Monday and maybe show a little video of your equipment running or you doing some actual work, packing boxes, making t-shirts, things like that. And then on Tuesday, you could um, maybe share a customer story. So I love that every idea. Every Tuesday, you share a picture of some customers that you've done business with, mm-hmm. and the apparel you made for them. We've already covered Wednesday. Right. Now we have um, Thursday and Friday. You got you have, do you have two ideas you can throw in there. Friday's
1: a fun day. Okay. I
0: Friday's think. fun day. I
1: like fun day. Anything fun, maybe some like behind the scenes quirkiness. Okay. I think people
0: love that on social. Yeah. So that's a great idea. You can show. Um, if you, if there's any bloopers from the week, oh, yeah. or somebody, you know, made a shirt upside down, you know, here's this week's mistake, mm-hmm. you know, somebody spilled ink on the ground, which at first you're upset about because it's yeah. so but much time But now it's and Friday
1: money. and it's like, but all it's right, time it's funny you now. You take a
0: picture of it and now you can say, here's this week's mess up. Mm-hmm. And then we have one day, um, Thursday.
1: You can always do general marketing yeah, for yourself. Gen- yeah, there you go. Yeah. General marketing. Just remember our hours. Sir. Yeah. Or, you know, we're open on Saturdays. Remember. Something like that.
0: Yeah, here's some things we do. Here's a, you can show a picture um, of one garment you do. Sure. Right? So if you have um, 30 different types of, Shirts, hats, bags, stuff you normally work with. Mm -hmm. You got thirty weeks out of the year set on Thursday. There you go. And then for the other twenty something, just repeat. Yeah. Go back. Just go back to January and pull what you did from that first week because there's it's it's a type of shirt you're sharing. Um, Nobody is there. Very few people are there every single week and memorizing what you did. Exactly. Share another popular hat, and so there we go. I think we got it for you you've got a full week that's a full week there put it on the calendar now schedule it too yeah and schedule it so um how now you when you mentioned scheduling so what we mean specifically is you don't have to post it um at that moment exactly take a picture with your phone hit post and go
1: right which is great you can do that as it comes too Um, but when you're scheduling and planning ahead no harm no foul in scheduling things you can do this on Facebook directly through Facebook. Yeah. You can um, easily schedule things. I want this to go live on Monday
0: at 2 p.m. And you could do this on your groups and on your right. business pages. So, the way that I would do it is um, let's say um, Tuesday is a particularly busy day for you that day. That particular Tuesday, it's a busy day. You had three orders you were delivering. Mm-hmm. And all three of them were just like home run hits. Like you love the color of the shirt. You love their logo. You love the design. All of it around came up beautifully, right? So what you do on that day is you take pictures of all three of those. Right. And then on, I believe Tuesday, we said was share customer work day. Love it. Right there, you go ahead and you schedule those three. This one's going to go out next Tuesday. This one will go out the following Tuesday. This one will go out the following Tuesday. Mm -hmm. You've got three weeks in a row set up on one day's worth of work.
1: Right. And Facebook stores it. So you can yeah. see all of it that's that's scheduled. You're mm-hmm. not just posting it and, oh, surprise, there it is on yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. You can look back and remind yourself what you have
0: scheduled. Exactly. If that if you deliver to that customer and they just turn out to be the biggest jerk constantly and you don't yeah. want to share your logo, it. you can cancel it. Um, now, there's you can do this directly through Facebook, speaking of there, but there are some other tools you can use. Um, Hootsuite, Loomly. And Buffer are three really popular ones. They offer free and paid services uh, for monitoring and posting and scheduling social media. Right. Typically, uh, folks will do this um, outside of Facebook just because um, they might offer a more robust tool or app. That's more interesting. Or um, it will post to um, Instagram and Twitter and And Facebook at the same time for you. So you can program all three accounts in there, put one picture in, and it'll shoot it out to all three at the same time. Um, There's plenty to dive into on that strategy alone. Right. Whether you should have different content for different social, but... um, for now, if you're taking pictures of good things you made, it's pretty safe to just go and just share it out there. Um, dive deeper into it over time. Um, so that's it, we, and uh, last comment, comment here was, uh, we talked about it already, but a general rule is just post one a day and just go from there. Right. And if you forget a day or you don't have anything interesting, don't panic off off of that day, just go ahead and skip that week and the days when you have a slur- surplus of content, take advantage of that. Right. So, we're almost almost time to wrap it up. Let's just throw out a few things to remember.
1: Yeah, and then absolutely. And
0: we'll let these folks go and uh, and actually do some of this.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's kick it off. First thing to remember, I think this is super important. Um, people often forget, even though it's social media mm-hmm. and it's more casual, being professional is so important. Spell check your posts. Look at your photos. Make sure they're good quality. Your mm-hmm. video is audible. Um, just be professional. This is still your business. Yeah,
0: it's still your business. So um, a couple things. If you are not great at spelling or grammar, um, what you can do is, especially if you're posting from your mobile device like most people are, you can go ahead and open up your email app. Write your post in there. And let us post. And the and the, your email app is going to automatically have some of that grammar and spelling checks right. in it and then you can go ahead and copy that and paste that into Facebook. So, um, and this way you'll get your you and your, Mm -hmm. and and things like that right there and there. Things like that. And uh, it also gives you the opportunity to write it, read it, check if there's any squiggly lines telling you you spelled something wrong, copy, paste it, read it again. Now you've read it two, three times and when you make your post, you're good. The great thing about scheduling too, um, speaking about that is, when you're kind of going in like if you if on monday you're reviewing what's going to be posted this week you can reread that all again exactly and um and then you can make sure things are good again compared to when you post live you make a mistake you have to go and edit it
1: right right and then you get right. that
0: and you make another mistake when you make the edit sure and if you're <laughs> and so,
1: if you're scheduling through some kind of calendar usually that'll have a spell check on yeah, it too
0: so for sure definitely uh, read through that um, you mentioned about the the quality you know I made a note <laughs> here you know no potato quality photos and that you know it's old internet joke, but it means it was old, some videos on YouTube in the beginning were so bad people would joke it looks like you shot this with a potato. you know that's how bad <laughs> right This is the first time I've heard this. <laughs> but that's um, really important if you if you can't take a photo if a photo's fuzzy, if the image is really bad, you're almost just better not off not sharing it. Like, yeah. I understand that you wanted to share this picture with somebody or with this event, but if it's really poor quality, just don't even right. bother to share don't it. Don't
1: force content. Yeah, don't
0: force content. Um, if you took a picture and you have to zoom in so much to get the logo that it's fuzzy, just don't even bother to share it. Just You'd rather just not have that there. Um, go anytime you're questioning something like this, whether your photos look good or not, uh, pick a big brand that you already follow, whether um, it's a, a big restaurant chain or a big, whatever, whatever it is, but any big brand that you follow and look at their photos and compare it to yours. You don't have to be as good as them, but they at least need to be clear and, and not fuzzy or weird or whatever it might yeah, be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see here. Um, check your inbox. Check your inbox. T- tell us about yeah. that.
1: Uh, definitely respond to your customers. It's not only does um, your page actually generate a um response rate, mm-hmm. it's just great practice. If your customers are asking you questions via Facebook, just respond to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if it's it's short, if you're busy, just, um, you know, I'll get back to you or anything just to show them that you're actually there. Yeah. It goes back to your showing activity, really. So,
0: so this is if they comment on a picture or post. Right. How much is this? Where can I get it? Um, I love this. You know, whatever it is, whatever they write, try to respond back to that. If they message your page directly, be sure to respond. uh, Because it does say, Facebook will say, usually responds in a certain amount of time. And you want to be able to have a good rate there. Absolutely. Um, I think you can also control that too. So you can go into your Facebook settings and you can say usually responds the next day. And this your customers have an expectation. They know. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Facebook also in their, in your business page settings, you can set up an auto responder which we yeah. use too. We don't, um, we get so many Facebook messages, uh, between we have live chat and multiple phone numbers and all that stuff. We have so many Facebook messages that it becomes hard to manage all of it, especially right. when there's a lot of nights and weekends when our staff's not here. Sure. So we have an auto one responder that when somebody message us, messages us, and many of you may have started this way, it says, thanks for reaching out to us. Um, we don't monitor this 24 seven. If you want to reach out to us, here's our phone number, here's our website, et cetera.
1: Right. And no, no one will take offense to that. Yeah.
0: Especially if it's nice, you know, a nice couple sentences and you can do that every time. Hey, I don't monitor this all the time, but it's really important for me to hear from you. Here's our business phone number. Here's our email address. Those are the two best ways to reach us. By the way, we're typically available from 8am uh, to 6pm Monday through Saturday. There Fine. you go. There you go. Um, and uh, the and then last bit here was just engaging in the comments is which is the same as kind of the what we're talking about right, now right um, just in the comments so um, I one of the big things if people are leaving reviews either on a picture or on your page um, I'm always a fan of respond to every review
1: right even if it's bad
0: even if it's bad or good even if it's good even if right. it's bad or even thank if it's you if they say yeah if they love this monogram thank you. I appreciate it, right. you know, whatever it might be. Um, or I was really upset at this company because I wanted shirts in five days and they told me that their turn time was 10 days. I'm um, sorry, we're really busy. We're working on, you know, getting things caught up. You know, we're hiring some new people, whatever it might be. Yeah. And you can respond to that that way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it, it seems uh, it could be a lot. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to just maybe take a little bit of time a day or every other day to catch up on this. Don't just sit there on face. Like you could easily get trapped in this all day.
0: That's actually a really good point. So, um, you had mentioned like designating some time.
1: Right. Right. And I, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like 30 minutes.
0: Yeah. So, um, typically what I'll do in my routine is I'll come in here and it's, um, it's like some of my waking up with coffee stuff. I'll turn on Facebook. I'll look at my notifications and I'll see, do I need to respond to anything? No. You know what? And if I do, if it's particularly hard, like it's a really bad review, I don't necessarily let it consume my day yet at that sure. point in time. I say, <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to handle this review. I'll do some research. Um, if it's just a bunch of, oh, thanks. This looks good. Then it's really easy to just type. Thank you so much. We love you too. You're great. We appreciate you. And, um, and yeah, you're just reading them. And just in my head, I'm always thinking like, that's a really nice review. I like this person. You know, I like right. that they said that about right. us. And I say that out loud to them, mm-hmm. just like they were in person. It would be particularly awkward in person if someone came up and said, wow, I really love these shirts that you made for right. me. And then you sat there in silence. Right. Right. It'd so, be weird. Um, I always try to think of of these online things. Well, how, how might we handle them in person?
1: Yeah, too. absolutely. So
0: yeah. Um, Hopefully, some uh, some folks here, you learned something, something yeah. new to do. Um, I like to always leave folks with like an action item at the end of the episode. All um, right. Do you do you have something that you think when they stop listening to this and they sit down in front of their computer or their phone, um, what do you think they should do next?
1: I feel like your next step, if you don't have your profile, your business page, and your a business group set up. Mm-hmm. Make your plan and do that. Okay. I think that's the most important. Um, just write, type out a plan. Just make a plan in your head of what you want to accomplish okay. with social media. Go from there.
0: I like that. And I would say um, your personal and your business page, have those. If you're not sure on a group yet, right? Like, just hover on the idea and have that like as, as, as a possible long-term to-do of what sure. could my group be. And um, one day I think that idea will click. The um, what I would say some homework to do on this is if you already have all of this set up, go into it, go into the settings, and look at all of the settings again. Look at anywhere where it's a description, hours, information, right. auto responders. Like do do a little bit of a check.
1: Yeah, some housework. Yeah.
0: So do a health check and go through everything and make sure it's good. And I I find that. We, we do that here every so often. And every time I go into that Facebook page and go to the Coleman & Company or Cold Essie Facebook page and reread it, I find something again that I can add, remove, change, sure. update. And, uh, and it feels good to go ahead and, be, and keep on top of that.
1: Right, yeah. I like that one.
0: All right, good. Well, I think we're um, ready to go. The way that we end the podcast is uh, Mark Stevenson will say, um, thanks for listening. We end the podcast. And then he'll say, um, and this is Mark Stevenson, and then I'll and then I'll say, "This is Mark Vila," and then he'll usually say, "Have a good business." So okay. So we're going to do that. Okay. Okay. Which so, one am I
1: doing? Am um, I?
0: You can say "Have a good business" because you're replacing him. Like when you walked in. Oh, okay. So, okay. Um, so you would say, "Thanks for listening." All right.
1: All right. So. Thanks for listening. This is <laughs> Hannah Rago. And
0: this is Mark Vila.
1: And have a good business. That was good. Nailed it. it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Woo!